He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. I welcome rival Suns frontman Jay Buchanan, courtesy of Time Out Bar and Arcade downtown Ames, the next level of Arcade. And 2019 was a big level up for rival Suns. Lots of ground to cover here. Jay, how are you, man? I'm very good. How are you today? I have no complaints, my friend. What's uh, keeping you busy today? Uh, you know what? I'm actually in the studio today. I'm helping out a, uh, a band from Italy, producing a couple of their tracks, and just staying busy. Staying busy while I'm home and uh, making some music. It's amazing the variety of ways you can keep yourself busy, isn't it? Uh, it is. I think that if you if you've got the impulse to to work and and to discover and teach yourself new tricks, um, you can definitely. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to do out there, man. A, lo- a lot of different angles that you can come. Uh, to this beautiful art form. So much has happened since we last spoke in August. A quick recap of some of the highlights, if you don't mind. In November, you found out Rival Sons had been nominated for not one, but two Grammy Awards. Amazing. Yeah, that was a trip. I can tell you right now, Like it, it's one of those things that doesn't matter at all until it suddenly does. <laughs> like, okay, we're a career band that has a very healthy career and we're successful and you know, we're touring all over the world, and then we find out one morning as we're in Denmark, yeah, um, you guys are up for two Grammys out of the blue. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, uh, well, now it does matter. I, I, I think I'd like to win. I, I think I'd like to win that contest, you know? For sure. So that was, yeah, that was that was a real trip. You know, one thing I found interesting about this year's nominations, for the first time in what seems like forever, there was a, a lot of positivity, at least in my social circles, in regards to seeing Rival Sons specifically get the recognition we all felt you deserved. Well, it feels good to hear you say that. Um, in terms of what we deserve, I don't know what we deserve, man. It could just be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Because <laughs> we're, you know, it's like we're going to, we're going to be doing what we do regardless of any of the outside influence, you know. Rival Sons, we play for ourselves and we make records for ourselves. And I'm thankful that we have an audience that supports us and, and that comes out to see us play and everything. Um, I know that there are, there are a ton of hardworking bands out there that don't get the recognition, you know. Career bands that don't get the spotlight and everything. And so when I... When I think of terms and recognition, of recognition, and people tell us that, you know, I just have to say thank you because I know that with the laws of average and everything, um, we could just as likely not be the band in the spotlight, you know. So yeah. it feels good to be here. The entire band was in attendance at the ceremony, dressed to the nines, I might add. And I saw one of your red carpet interviews. My favorite part may have been you stopping mid-sentence to point out Elvis Costello was nearby. Like, oh, look, Elvis Costello. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you tend to notice people like Elvis Costello. Well, sure. <laughs> you know. And, uh, yeah, he was there doing his thing. And, um, you know, a monumental artist. You know, that guy's reach is incredible. I got to see him play last year over at the Ryman Auditorium, and that was a real treat. So, you know, yeah, big fan of Elvis Costello, just like everybody else. And there's a lot of folks there at the Grammys that I'm sure you hadn't made the acquaintance of yet. Did you have a lot of those as the night went on? Yes. Yes, 
Yes, I did. Uh, met a lot of people. It's a strange thing to look, you know, you meet these other people and they're dressed up and you're dressed up and you're all, you're sitting there, you know, grown adults going, yeah, we're, uh, we're all at a, an award show and strangely, this is a competition in a way. Good luck to you and does this make you feel weird? Yes, this makes me feel weird. What about you? Yeah, it makes me feel weird too. But we're here and it's a huge honor. So let's see what happens. All right. Where's the bar? Oh, I love it. I love it. The next item I want to bring uh, or mention is your singing of the national anthem in Gillette Stadium last month before the Patriots and Titans wildcard game. How did that opportunity present itself, Jay? That was a weird one. Um, got a call, and it was from the Patriots. Got a call to our management, and my management hit me up and said, Hey, um, how do you feel about going out there and singing the national anthem? Of course, it's, yes, it's a huge honor. I'd be delighted to do it. And... Uh, the next thing I know, I, you know, flying out to Boston, and it's uh, I'm I'm well acquainted with you know singing in front of sixty thousand people, a hundred thousand people, no problem. I've been doing that for years, but singing a cappella to a stadium of sixty-six thousand people, I think it was, and they're dead silent, and everyone's attention is on you. That is quite an experience. Because it's not only that, but there's the nerve-wracking part of knowing that you're singing the only song in the world that if you mess up one lyric, you're dead in the water. <laughs> if you botch one lyric of the National Anthem, it's over for life. You'll never be forgiven. What was it like being in that moment? And more importantly, since you mentioned how nerve-wracking it can be, what was the relief like after the fact when you knew that you had done a really good job, at least in your opinion? It felt good. And, you know, like, uh, they didn't have any in-the-ear monitors for me. Oh, weird. And so the the delay was deafening. Oof. And I'm sitting there, like, right in front of the Patriots, like, they're lined up right in front of me and I'm just looking at this going, okay, I can't really pay attention to anyone or anything. I have one job and that is to stay in key and stay in rhythm and don't forget any lyrics and sing this song to the best of my abilities. So I think that once, as soon as I got off of that little podium that they made for me uh, and I was walking away, it was a very surreal experience and it's one that I'll never forget. I thought it was great. Uh, Rival Suns frontman well, J. Buchanan you. has been kind enough to give us some time today. The band are hitting the road soon for what is shaping up to be another really busy year in support of Feral Roots. The album Closer, your latest single, Shooting Stars. I'm not sure departure is an appropriate word for it, but definitely a new branch in the tree that is Rival Suns' body of work, if that makes sense. That makes absolute sense, and I agree with you. It is... Uh... It's not so much a departure because, like, for me, I've been writing material like that for a long time. We just don't typically put it on our records um, because it's not altogether a, a hard rock song on the face of it. It's a message song. And, um, and when we put it together in the studio, I wasn't really entirely sure that the band was even going to be into it. But we... Uh, we put the arrangement together and everybody sat in and, um, and found their identity within that song rather quickly. 
and I was really happy to hear that the that the song resonated not only with uh, the rest of the band, but that it resonated with our fans in such a heavy way. Being a guy with influences from all over the musical spectrum, and the same goes for all of your bandmates, to continue the tree metaphor as we look into the future of this band, are there specific branches you hope to grow that maintain the integrity of what Rival Sons will always be at its root? I think, you know, that, I have to tell you, that's a really good question. Um, And I'll try to answer it as eloquently as I can. When I... Look at the future for Rival Sons. We have one operative, and that's to maintain our artistic integrity and to try to uh, just do our, our, our very best to remain as authentic as possible. That's really priority one. You know, there, there's a lot of great music out there, and, um, and we're fans of all walks of music. But when we come together, it's very important that we maintain our personal integrity of, of what the band is you know at the at the root of it all we're really a, just a rhythm and blues band we're a rock and roll band and we're we're delivering our hybrid sense of of rhythm and blues to our audience and uh, that audience continues to grow and i think it's really just going to continue to inspire us to delve a little bit deeper um into ourselves and double down. How important is it then to have additional outlets when being a creative person? Some of the things you may, you write may not necessarily be right for rival sons. It's absolutely imperative. That's why I typically have a couple of projects going on all the time. Um, I, I need to write far beyond, uh, just rock and roll because I'm a writer and, um, I can't just do one thing. You know, I, I, I need to keep myself busy and whether it's writing for other artists or collaborating with other artists, staying busy is that's, that's just kind of my rhythm, you know, and it keeps me happy. And I feel that whatever I do outside of rival Suns ends up kind of sharpening my senses and, you know, sharpening my sword so that when it's time for us to make a record, I can stay sharp and I'll, I'll be able to write at the, to the best of my abilities. I got to tell you, I love how this conversation has pretty much come full circle from where we began. <laughs> Unintentional, but that worked That's out right. pretty well. One last thing I do want to ask about, though, Jay. You know, I'm sure you've kept up on your current events and are cognizant of stories like this coronavirus thing. When you're traveling the world, coming into contact with so many people in so many different places, what are some of the precautions you make to ensure your safety and health? Well, listen, man, no matter what, you got to wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> like you got to wash, wash your hands. And you know, when I'm traveling, when I'm flying and traveling a lot, I'll wear, I'll wear a, uh, a microbial mask. Cause for me as a vocalist, like I can't get sick, but that's every time we travel, you know, I have to be extra, extra careful because if we're out on tour and if I catch a cold or a flu or something like that, it's going to throw me at a deficit for the entire tour, not just for the moment when I'm sick, because it's going to, it'll put me behind and then I'll spend the rest of the tour having to catch up. And then the band suffers and then our audience suffers. And then, you know, and so I really try to make sure 
that if there is a cold going around, that I catch it while we're off the road. I really appreciate you taking the time for me today, Jay. I'm a huge fan of yours, always have been. And to see you guys get to this next step, you know, I, we talked about this last time, you and I, uh, back in August, that, you know, it's a series of steps, a, steri- a series of, of, of climbs up this mountain. And uh, the fact that you guys are just continually heading up, up, up is, is an incredible thing. And, and I wish you nothing but the best going forward, man. I really appreciate that, Andy. And um, I mean, look, your your support, along with you know everybody else, like the support, we we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. I mean, everybody knows that, you know. It's and that I know that that's a cliched statement, but with radio and you know terrestrial radio, um, digital radio, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for radio just in general. And you you know we talked about that before. But like um, to get the attention and and to have a forum to talk about these things, it, it's very important because for the listeners and for the fans of music to hear us discuss these things, it gives dimension to that musical experience for, for those people out there listening. And it's important to keep that alive. You and I are uh, simpatico on this. We're both storytellers of a, of a different kind, but uh, storytellers nonetheless. And I appreciate uh, everything you do. And I appreciate you again, taking time for me today. Of course, of course. And hit me up anytime, uh, anytime you want to know something. <laughs> hey, you got it, my friend. Thanks again. Have a great day. Uh, you too, Andy. Bye-bye now.